Okay, welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you for joining us on a special, special edition. This is not your typical fun, sexy Bible time. Uh, this one's going to be devoted entirely to our bracket that we are running on Christian culture uh, called March Gladness 2017. It is live right now on MatthewVPierce.com. You can go there, you can vote, uh, you can join the fun. Uh, Mike Whitman, we are having fun tonight. Boy, this is going to be so much fun. Probably better than the uh, that pagan festival called March Madness. This this should be way more fun. Uh, how much of that though is just like bitterness from like being a Nebraska basketball fan though? Oh man, it's so bad. And, like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And this is how Nebraska basketball works, or Nebraska ball, as we cleverly call it over here. Um, like two weeks ago, everybody's saying, okay, if they win out and maybe win one or two or three in the, the Big Ten tournament, we're dancing for sure. <laughs> and now it's like, huh, I wonder how soon we can fire the coach because they're terrible and everybody hates them. It's it's so bad. There's I've been telling people we're a baseball school now, so that's <laughs> that's what it's come to. Uh, how are things in the SEC? Uh, it's, it's, uh, I think we got... Uh, Kentucky, South Carolina, and Florida that will definitely go to the tournament. I think Alabama's probably on the wrong side of the bubble right now. But Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like really the SEC in football, it's kind of a one-team conference, and it's kind of basketball. It's kind of that way, too. If I Can I, can I say that? Yeah, on you your can, sh- yeah, you can say that. Okay, I, I, didn't, I was waiting for like a record scratch, and then like <laughs> the, you're probably wondering how I got here, the voiceover. <laughs> Or you could have gone with like the the timeout from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah, that would have worked too. That would have been really good. The uh, the Zach timeout. Exactly. Uh, Mike is the uh, Mike is one of the unseen. Um, I don't know unseen associate of uh, of the website. He helps me with the technical stuff, um, and yet is never around to catch all of the uh, the hateful. Uh, responses that I get from the content, so that works out good. Well, I, I write some of them actually. <laughs> you were responsible for butt sin, weren't you? <laughs> that and yoga pants are my two <laughs> hot button issues. All right. Well, speaking of yoga pants, um, yes. Okay, so we are here tonight because we are doing a Christian culture bracket on the website. Round one is is up and live. You can vote on the matchups. Uh, I, I really didn't think it would be this big. Uh, but it sort of struck a nerve, so we're going to spend an episode and just talk about it real quick. Um, uh, first of all, a, a lot of people had some feedback for this. Uh, people were wondering like, why certain people or things didn't make the cut into the field of 64. Um, so I guess I'll just say, you know, it's not a perfect bracket. Um, yeah, it never is. You know, just like in March Madness, you don't have the 64 best teams. You know, there's always the few teams on the outside that were probably good enough to get in, but, but didn't do it. Um, I mean, so maybe that's Dave Ramsey for, for the Christian culture bracket. Maybe Dave Ramsey was good enough to get in. Maybe he just didn't make the cut somehow. Yeah. You know, I think maybe he and I don't know, like Rachel held Evans should have had a play in game (laughs) or something like that might've been the way to go there. Alan Noble from Christ and pop culture was very, very disturbed that he was not included. Yeah. Yeah. in the bracket but but i do follow him on twitter so i think he's he's pretty good with that like, i think it's kind of a break even there uh also probably john acuff 
has a gripe hey, that, hey. that he could have he had been included. Uh, John MacArthur would have been fun to just throw him in there. Yeah, um, I think like Michael W. Smith. Yes, probably, but I don't know. He it's it's more of a "What have you done for me lately?" kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Him and that, I don't know. I, I could have seen W in here though. Yeah, the original. Yeah. I mean, he was on the uh, he was on the list at one point, but it just felt like if you if you hit him, then you had to go Stephen Curtis Chapman, then you had to go Amy Grant, then you had to go for him, Point of Grace, you know, Patrick yeah. Audio, Adrenaline Newsboys, everybody. So, um, yeah, and the next thing you know, you had Jeff Moore in the distance in the Sweet Sixteen, and just nobody wants that. You just wonder what happened. <laughs> you what, wonder what got us all. to this. <laughs> where it all went wrong. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so those were the snubs. Um, those were the snubs and what we're going to do now is we're going to take a look at the bracket where it stands now uh, voting has been open uh, since early early this morning when I when I posted it uh, so most of the matchups now have about 200 votes at least um, so I think that's probably enough that we can go ahead and make some observations yeah yeah absolutely Any does anything stand out to you so far like Huge upsets in the making. Oh, yeah, definitely. Before we hit the upsets, so uh, a couple people yeah. had asked, like, how long the voting is going to go. Um, we don't really have, like, a set time for each round, but I imagine, you know, after a couple days, it'll start to peter down, and then we'll go ahead and put the next... We'll, we'll call the contest that we can call, and we'll put the next round together. Um, so it, we're going to go at least for another day or two with the voting. Okay, okay, uh, sounds good. Because there's still... There's people who are literally in the bracket who are now like retweeting it and trying to get their support supporters to vote for this. It's, 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 really, it's really fascinating. Are, are you talking about Jabez? <laughs> no, no, Is I've that, not heard from oh. what's his name? Wilkinson. Um, <laughs> no, I mean like the, the actual Jabez. <laughs> no, not the actual from, Jabez. From beyond grave. No, no, nothing like that has happened. No, okay. no, afraid not. But there's been, a, there's been a few people who like, uh, are in the bracket who have, Engaged, engaged. Look the at process. you, Matt Walsh. <laughs> hey, don't give me. Okay, all right. I don't want... <laughs> Sorry. So far, I've made a Rachel Held Evans and Matthew Walsh reference, and we're like four minutes in. So, if you need to throw your phone out of your car and stop listening right now, I, I wouldn't blame you one bit at this point. Well, uh, I, I mean, Rachel Held Evans, she's got the Alabama, Alabama fandom. Um, yeah, that I can I can respect. Uh, I don't know who Matt Walsh roots for, uh, so <laughs> I don't know if he has a redeeming quality college football wise. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do think though you kind of hit a nerve here that if there's one thing Christians like, it's voting for things online. <laughs> yes. So I, I think you really tapped into something powerful here. Uh, one more thing before we we hit the actual bracket. Um, don't don't like vote a hundred times on this. <laughs> yeah, this is not like the election in November. Only vote one time, please. <laughs> the uh, the poll plugin does have a feature like where it can tell you like if the same computer is voting over and over and over again. Um, so like if that gets out of hand, we'll have to adjust the the tallies. So please don't vote a whole bunch of times. All right, Mike Whitman. We've got to tear through this bracket. Starting in Region 1, the 1 versus 16. I mean, I had hopes for Commander Kelly, but it looks like Christianity today is going to carry the day. 
Yeah, they, they're pretty much running away with it. And a lot of times in the first round, you're going to see that with a one versus 16. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's kind of like it's an honor to be nominated. And that's kind of <laughs> Commander Kelly at this point. I I think this was buoyed in part by uh, some of the editors from Christianity Today getting Mm -hmm. wind of this uh, this bracket and uh, beseeching their their staff and readers to vote for the uh, for the masthead of Christianity Today. No, no, hold on. I just want to make sure that I'm hearing you. Are are you suggesting that Christianity Today may have tampered with the election results? I'm suggesting Billy Graham himself may have tampered with the election results. Ooh, wow, that's a uh, that's a strong allegation, but I could see it. I could see it. It's adding up. Uh, so when we move down to the eight versus nine, uh, flannel graph just completely destroyed, or is destroying. It's not over yet. It's completely destroying the prayer of Jabez. Yeah, that one really does surprise me. I mean, I, I'll, I'll full disclosure, I did participate in this today, and I thought for quite a bit about going the prayer of Jabez route. Um, expanding my borders and whatnot but then last second i went to the flannel graph and that's what i voted for mm-hmm. and uh, the clear majority there yeah 83 percent just about so really run away with it well if, if if it's again it's not over yet none of these have been called uh actually actually one of them we can probably call but um i, I got a comment from richard clark who is the the managing editor of of christianity today online okay um, he was very excited about the victory or the his lead in round one. Lead, yeah. And I asked him for comment about a potential matchup in round two, uh, and he tweeted back, "Flannel Graph is a worthy opponent. We are terrified." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you really do have to respect the Flannel Graph. <laughs> so, uh, in round two, um, I mean, those are some big margins. If they hold, those are some big margins of victory. That, that's going to be an interesting round yeah. two matchup. Yep. between Christianity Today and Flannel Graph. Um, yeah, that's the one where like CBS actually switches away from that game to a because <laughs> it's just not interesting anymore. <laughs> like, now we go live to Jen Hatmaker and Jim Baker's food buckets <laughs> in progress in the third quarter. Like, that's that. Um, all right, so the third, third matchup in, in Region 1, the fifth seed, Matt Walsh, uh, versus what I thought had some upset potential in the Chrysagas brothers. Mm-hmm. Right now, Matt Walsh is, is leading fairly handily with 56%. Um, I really, I, I gotta be honest, I did not see this one happening. I thought Matt Walsh had enough detractors that that would push yeah. a Chrysagas brothers upset. Yeah, I, I really do think that that's part of what you see going on in that game is, is there's a lot more votes against than, than maybe votes for the the Chrysagas brothers, but I don't know. Their suits are pretty strong there. <laughs> With the, like the, is that a mock turtleneck? Hey, the Chrysagas brothers keep it real. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the black suit over the the black mock turtleneck look really is still that's just great. That's that's good stuff. You know, plenty. I mean, plenty of time for the Chrysagas brothers to pull this out. They're only down by twenty two votes. I mean, that could be yeah, that yeah. could be accomplished. Um, yeah, I could see that. I guess probably what it would take is like like a progressive website tweeting <laughs> this out with like all the progressive people who d- dislike Matt Walsh would just automatically vote Chrysagas. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe that's another 
you just get a hold of uh, Rachel and see what she can do for you. <laughs> or Rob Bell. <laughs> Farewell, Rob Bell. Farewell, Rob Bell. Okay, so if Matt Walsh wins, his opponent in, in round two, uh, is it if if these trends hold, will be Tony Campolo, uh, who is defeating Jan Crouch uh, okay. about fifty nine yep. to forty one percent. I do have to ask: Are are both of those people still alive? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know really for sure what who those people are. Uh, Jan, Jan Crouch uh, has passed along uh, to okay, okay. Um, to other things. And uh, Tony Campolo is, is, as far as I know, is still alive, but he's he's at least 150 years old. So, <laughs> gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah. He. Full disclosure. I mean, I I grew up Lutheran, so I don't know who most of these people are. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Tony Campolo looks like he could be like <laughs> coaching basketball at a mid major. So. That's, that's a great. <laughs> that's a great line. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Tony Campolo, one one of the co-founders of Red Letter Christians. Uh, uh, okay. Which sort of endears him to uh, certain populations within Christianity, and you know, repels them from others. <laughs> so, but that's just how it goes. Good. We need more of that in the church. Much like myself, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say it, but everybody was thinking it. <laughs> uh, all right, going down to the uh, the lower half of Region One, we had a what was on paper a very fascinating matchup between. Jim Hatmaker and Jim Baker's food buckets. Um, how, how did you see this one playing out, Mike? You know, I I personally thought that Jen Jen would run pretty well here, and and so far as a six seed, she's not been disappointing. She's really been doing honestly what she's done all season. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, I, I I like her chances there. Who who does she match up against in the next round if she keeps going? Is that well in. Th- in theory, it would have been uh, Joel Osteen. Yeah, yeah. But as we move down to the next round, uh, Mike, I don't think Joel's going to make it to the second round. <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't either. And, and usually in a bracket like this, you want to shy away from the teams that have a lot of initials in their name. But in this case, you know, I, I think the uh, the smiling pastor is having a really tough time with bracelets <laughs> got no answer i will say this so this is the upset that pretty much everyone called you know every yeah, every uh, bracket there's an upset that everybody's like okay this this i had a lot of people tell me joel osteen's gonna get killed in the first round and yeah i think uh, the committee you know the committee <laughs> liked his name they, they liked him on his name more than anything but the uh the bracelets finished the year strong yeah i mean we had to i mean Osteen had to get a high seed. I mean, just yeah, yeah. just for visibility purposes. I mean, he's he's a high seed, but yeah, with a robust thirteen percent of the vote, I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen for him this time. Yeah, I mean, he won his conference, so he had to be <laughs> put in there. But <laughs> a three seed may have been a little high. Um, <clears throat> okay, uh, one of the more interesting. Matchups here, we have uh, the 7 versus 10 in Region 1. Cleavage Think Pieces versus Latasha Emanuel. And uh, yeah. it's not going well for Latasha. Yeah. Well, and, and that's one that, that I, because of my convictions, couldn't actually vote in. So I, I abstained from that one. Just averted my eyes entirely. Very good. Um, yep. I will say former, or not former, but frequent 
Fun Sexy Bible Time co-host Sarah Terras was very disappointed. She she was really hoping for a strong showing from Latasha. Yeah. Uh, not happening so far, but... No. Uh, and this brings us to uh, the last matchup in Region 1. Um, shocking, Mike Whitman. <laughs> Help me through this. Help yeah. me understand this one. Boy, I, I did not see this one coming either. Um, I mean, it, it's tough to be a hologram, really. <laughs> I think that's probably what it comes down to. Relevant with only 41% of the vote versus the Rich Mullins hologram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've got no answer for the, the, the dulcimer. I think that's really it. The dulcimer is strong. I, I thought that like Relevant's <laughs> army of millennials would just yeah. sort of appear and help them, but I guess, I mean, maybe they're not awake yet. Well, I, can they read your blog on Snapchat? Do you have that? <laughs> Point taken. I don't. I don't know how that works. <laughs> All right, moving on. Region two. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Tim Tebow is probably going to win this one. Like, <laughs> he's got, he's got yeah. 93 percent of the vote right now. Well, he yeah, just so much name recognition <laughs> there with uh, with old Tim. And uh, and his his burgeoning baseball career that he's getting going. I mean, he's he's just in in every paper, every headline is is Tim Tebow right now. Yeah. So I can see it happen. Hey, incidentally, I was thinking about this when I when I looked at this earlier today. Have you ever noticed that that Charles Haddon Spurgeon looks like a, a chubby Tim Tebow? Have you ever made that connection? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> just just gonna put that out there. I don't know Are if you, you just ruin Spurgeon or ruin Tebow. <laughs> Yeah, just just take a look. Google that stuff. Check it out. So what's you, your... You'll be disappointed. Uh, I, okay, I'm going to have to think about that before I have any jokes. <laughs> okay, so if we assume Tebow moves on in the second round, uh, he will face the winner of Bill Gaither versus Sarah Bessie. Yeah. Um, this one was fascinating because Bill Gaither had a pretty big lead for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, Bessie very nearly caught him. And now it seems to be holding steady. Uh, Gaither's at the lead with 53%. Yeah. Well, and, and I think for that one, you might want to think about the demographics that go into that, that <laughs> a lot of Sarah Bessie's voters may not have been up yet earlier today. <laughs> That's true. And so just something to think about. And then once Bill's, you know, his, once his crew got done with dinner at 3 o'clock, then they put <laughs> on back. <laughs> See, this is the excellent commentary that that you bring to the table. I appreciate Thank that. Thank you. That's that's what I'm here for. Um, also bringing it to the table uh, in the next matchup, Salty, wiping away the erotic <laughs> baptism. So um, many inappropriate jokes on the table here <laughs> that will just have to be left unsaid for our emerging church brethren. They can make those jokes themselves. But I, I did. I mean, Salty was a big part of my childhood and so I, I almost felt just a little, you know, it just felt a little weird seeing Salty right there next to the erotic baptism by Faith Angel, which also sounds like a band from the 80s. So it's like this confluence of all these things from my childhood that just made no sense to me. It sounds like you were very confused by this matchup. Completely. Like, it took completely. you to a, a very hazy place. It did. It did. But I, I think I think I voted for Salty there. So he... But that's again. You get those five and twelve seeds. That's always that's always where you got to watch for the upset. It looks like Salty's doing pretty well. Uh huh. 
Okay, so if Salty goes ahead, well, we can we can reasonably assume Salty will win that matchup. He yeah. will face the winner of a extremely tight contest uh, between Franklin Graham and the uh, long-haired um, Gaither vocal band singer Guy Penrod. Yep, yep. With one of the greatest names in Christian Gulser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, is that his real name? Do I, we know? I believe so. Guy Penrod. Guy Penrod. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Yes. Um, I'm a little surprised. Guy is uh, guys guys playing this one strong. I think there's some blowback yep. on Franklin Graham from his, uh, you know, his his pro pro Trump positions. I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what the blowback is from because I sort of thought he would win that one pretty easily. Yeah, you I, just on name recognition alone, I think I would have gone with Franklin Graham on that. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to keep a close eye on that one. That could be right down to the buzzer. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think we're going to be able to call that one anytime soon. No, no. Okay, so moving on. Uh, the six, the always tricky six versus eleven matchup in Region Two. Yep. Bible Man versus the Promise Keepers. And right now, Bible Man, about a two-to-one lead at 64%. Does that surprise you at all, Mike? You know, it, it does. Um, you know, Bible Man was great in Charles in Charge, but after that, yeah, he kind of let things slip a little bit. So I would have thought Promise Keepers had a little bit better shot here. So I don't know. That is that that is pretty surprising to me to see Bible Man out so strong. Yeah. A lot of these did not go the way I thought they would go. Yeah, uh, but that's fine. That's why we have to break it down on the podcast. And that's why they play the games, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's why we have March Gladness. Exactly. Exactly. All right. One of the more controversial matchups here. Um, yeah. The three versus fourteen. Uh, probably should have explained this a little better, but show Baraka's penis <laughs> fighting off a robust challenge from Testaments. Yeah. Um, show is a. Leading by uh, fifty-three to forty-seven right now. Um, I, I think some people Testaments actually was ahead for a long time in this matchup earlier today. Mm. I don't think I think we had a lot of people on the site that did not make the connection uh, between show Barack's album getting pulled from Lifeway because it said right. the word penis. Yeah, uh, and they just thought that I was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just you know, yeah, just very yeah. interested in his member. You need some context, probably. <laughs> got to be up on current events to get that reference there. Um, yes, can we say that uh, the number three seed began the day very flaccid before rising? Yeah. Uh, I'm very sorry. I'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, not <laughs> sure what to say. That. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, moving down in Region 2. Seven versus ten. This breaks my heart, Mike. Um, yeah. Nadia Boltzweber pulling away from my man, Michael P. Vigilante III, the dancing saint. You know, I, I think when you really get down to it, uh, that's just too many syllables for one name. That uh, <laughs> I think people just had a tough time with that. I mean... If it was a dance contest, he would win. Like I'm, I'm just yeah, yep, throwing that out there. But it's not. It's not. It's not. All right, final matchup in Region Two. Uh, Mike, do you think Joshua Mills has a chance? I don't know who Joshua Mills is. 
So I think the only chance he has is that Larry the Cucumber doesn't have hands. But even at that, he still has 99% of the vote. So I think you might be able to call this one. <laughs> I think this will be the one that we can call. I think you're probably correct. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I'm interested, though. I mean, the teaser here says something about him being the guy that has covered himself in glitter. <laughs> so it's... as a guy who has five daughters, I can identify with that. Um, but I'm not sure that makes him, you know, uh, he, he's not going to make it to the next round, glitter not. Uh, I don't think he deserves to make it to the next round, but uh, it, it was fun to have him on. It was fun to have him in the tournament because he is—he <laughs> brings an incredible amount of entertainment to the table. Okay. Um, I've embedded a video in the description right there um, if you want to check that out at some point. But he, uh, do that. He, he literally like will show up to preaching gigs with like glitter like all over his hair and skin. Okay. And then we'll try to pass it off as God made gold dust appear on him or gold flakes. Right. And there's another video where he, uh, uh, supposedly they captured God making oil appear from his hands. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> and by the way, as someone who grew up charismatic, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my duty here to keep, to keep my side of the street clean, but, just calling this yeah. guy out. But it's funny because he you shows him like dripping oil from his hands and then like the video keeps cutting away and cutting back. And it's like Okay. It's like, oh okay. I mean <laughs> you, you could have just focused on his hands, but you know, we'll, we'll cut away to allow him to pour more oil pour more oil on himself. Nothing says uh Christian preacher like <laughs> oil and glitter. <laughs> That's what I always say. Uh, yeah. All right, let's move on to Region 3 because there's some real exciting matchups over there. Uh, why don't you take Region 3? I've been doing a lot of the talking. You can walk <laughs> us through Region 3. Yeah, so in the first matchup there, what do we have? We have Carmen versus Chick Tracks. Um, <laughs> that, honestly, you, you probably think that's closer than it should be, I would think. I do. I at, do. It's 70 to 30. I actually had a comment on Twitter that, uh, that we ranked Chick Tracks too low, that they should have been a higher seed. Yeah, you know, there's always going to be that noise every time you have a bracket like this. But, you know, like, like I said before, the committee, they, they really study these things for a long time to to really, you know, try to get it right. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. What's that? About a seven, 69 to, to 31% right now. Do, do you think Chick Tracks can, can come back? I don't think so. I think Carmen's I – mean, I mean, they could. I mean, it's not like, you know, if we got an influx of traffic – it couldn't get swayed, but yeah. Um, I mean, I think the people that come to the site have a pretty good appreciation of Carmen for various reasons. Yes, uh, well deserved. Uh, so I, I think Carmen's safe. Hopefully. Okay. Okay. So then the next round, he should be up against. How's that one looking? Ooh, wow! Witt is off to a, a pretty sizable lead there too. How, how does that shape up with what you thought you'd see there? Uh, fascinating story here. Wit was actually ahead. I think it was like. 88 to 12 percent earlier okay. today and uh, somebody tagged warren throckmorton <laughs> okay and he like got involved with this and started tweeting the link out and like i i guess trying to encourage his followers to vote for him so he went sure. from like 12 percent to now he's up almost 31 percent 
Wow, so, interesting. I, I'm not prepared to call this, to be honest with you. I mean, if if Warren is unleashing the Throckmania, yeah, like maybe yeah. we just need to stand back and see what happens. Do we know? Does Wit have his organization in motion right now, or is he just kind of flat-footed? Well, I think if Focus on the Family is doing anything, I think they're coming to James Dobson's defense, <laughs> as, as we'll yeah. see later on. That's that's probably true. I think he and, has top priority and necessary at this point. Um, okay, the uh, the five and twelve matchup then then right in that same bracket. You've got Russell Moore and another person I've never heard of. So you may need to give me some backstory there on Ben, whatever that name is. Ben Kinchlow was a uh, longtime co-host of the Seven Hundred Club. Ah, uh, okay. This okay. is really just a tough draw for him. Yeah, right up against uh, Big Russ. <laughs> Rusty's just too much for him. Yeah, just just a tough draw for old Ben. Yeah, no question about it. No question about that. Um, hey, you know what though? Right in that next matchup, the uh, the four versus thirteen, we've got Beth Moore versus Worship Think Pieces. That thing's neck and neck right now. Beth Moore was winning this handily earlier in the day, and I don't know what happened, but. She fell asleep at the wheel. I think she was looking yeah. ahead to the Moore versus Moore second round matchup. Yep, yep. Uh, I mean, that's that's a good theory. I, I also wonder, too, if it is, again, kind of a demographic thing that you think about the worship pastors once they got to work at, like, 1130 <laughs> and then went to lunch and then got back and then started voting. I mean, that could be what's going on there, too. Yeah. I, I feel like Beth Moore's got a pretty good pretty good audience too like i mean yeah yeah maybe somebody needs to tag her to bring her up because i gotta be honest that would be a fascinating matchup more versus more in the second round. oh man it really would be yeah i just think of if, if you could get the the capri pants wearing army behind beth Moore, she really could take it too too rusty in that next round i think she could be rusty in the next round yeah i do too because i think rusty's getting yeah. uh you know he's he's not exactly super popular in the sbc right now yeah, that's true. So he's that's got true. he's got flack from his own crew. Yeah, you know, he's 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 a. But you know, you just need it. Like, is he the rat that is going to fight when he's backed into a corner? Mm. Yeah, probably. That's that's I get there. Yeah, we just don't know. Let's see. What do we have next? Um, ah, yes the uh, the farewell Rob Bell <laughs> tweet is um, the uh, the upset alert. Is is flashing on that one? Yeah. Not really much more to say about that, is there? <laughs> I really thought Ann Voskamp would be. I, I thought she'd perform better. Yeah. I really did. I thought she would win this matchup. Yeah, but is she a heretic? I mean, I think that's really what Rob Bell has going for himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, the farewell Rob Bell tweeted. It's really just a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Yeah. No question about that. Um, uh, all right. Let's see. What do we have next? Tim Keller versus Derek from McGee and me. Uh, Tim's out to a pretty, pretty good lead there. Not insurmountable yet. Do you think the announcement that he's going to be stepping down here soon is is that hurting him at all? I go the here? other way, Mike. I think it's a sympathy think so. vote. Re- okay. Okay. Um, and I got to say, uh, there are people in the Christian blogosphere who are not happy with this. Um, I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna. I'm gonna name names. Uh, oh specifically, Kendra Adachi from the Lazy Genius Collective. Okay. Former co-host of Fun Sexy Bible Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, got in touch with me on Twitter and said her heart is breaking 
because Derek is not getting the love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I could see that. I could see that. Derek really does have a a special place in all of our hearts. No yeah. question about it. I, it's Tim Keller, though. I mean, it's Tim Keller. I, I'm I'm going. I mean, I'm going. I voted for Derek. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't announce my own votes, but I yeah, voted for you Derek. Could. You would. Oh, here's yeah. the, okay. Here's the deal. Let me let me pitch Derek real quick. Let me try to okay. say this for Derek. Yep. Make the case. In the field of sixty-four, you will find no Nicholas from McGee and Me. You know why? Because right. Nicholas was a giant wuss <laughs> for the entire series of McGee and Me. Okay. He did not make the cut, but we put Derek in in his place because Derek, to me, was the true hero of McGee and Me. Because Nick was just sort of Nick began a wuss and he ended a wuss. Mm-hmm. Derek, you got to see him grow from bully to misunderstood bad boy to reformed bad boy. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, as a Calvinist, how can you not like the reformed story there, Mike? Yeah, I mean, that is the gospel right there. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Derek pitch. I, I okay. It's breaking my heart okay. to see Derek lose after everything well, he did for Nick. There's still time on the clock. For Derek to make his comeback, for sure. All um, right, that's, my, that's the end of my Derek rant. You can go okay, ahead and okay. Well, we'll let the people decide on that one. Um, next, you've got Josh McDowell versus Josh Harris, a, a Josh v Josh <laughs> matchup. Um, did, did you mean to do that? Did that? Yes, you did. Okay, that was that was intentional. What do you What do you think of those results? I mean, fifty six percent thereabouts to. The, the Josh Harris, he's. Do you think this has anything to do with with him kissing, dating goodbye, and then? See, I un- thought that would hurt him more. Bye. Right. He's kind of gone back and forth on that lately, hasn't he? Yeah, he's doing like the sort of like the listening tour, where he like. Yeah. <laughs> he's like sort of apologizing, but not really. Kind of, but it is. Yeah. I don't know. I thought like he's got so many people who are so angry about I kiss dating goodbye that they would vote McDowell. Yeah, but maybe I mean, I don't know. Like there hasn't been. I think we're still under 200 votes total for that matchup. Yeah. So, well, I think a lot of the the Josh Harris haters probably have their own blogs that they're busy writing on about yes, their own sanctification, and so <laughs> they don't have time to come to a, a blog like yours at, at this point. I don't think. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. So then you've got in the the last matchup in this bracket, you've got James Dobson versus Ken Ham, and and, <sighs> and Doctor Dobson had been discussed. Earlier, um, he's he's just neck and neck here. What, what do you think is going on with that? I have no idea. I have no idea. When this started out, Dobson was like eighty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then just gradually, at one point, I think Dobson was behind. Really? Yeah. Ken Ham is coming on strong. Yeah, yeah. They're um, they're right there. Do you think it's like ironic votes that people are just think Ken Ham is goofy, <laughs> so they're voting for him ironically? Well, I think you may be getting again a little bit more of that blowback vote that that you've got the people that weren't real pleased with old old Doc <laughs> and the way he he used his uh, his position during the campaigns. So I don't know. I, that's probably my best guess on what's going on there. But um, definitely going to be interesting to see where that ends up here over the next uh, few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What do you think about Region Four? Take us through that. <sighs> Okay, uh, this is the big one. This has yoga pants in it this, that I think that that's. I was telling you before that's that's really my sleeper pick. I think 
yoga pants gets the upset and, and really goes probably sweet 16 if not even further i i i have some yeah i, I mostly agree with you we'll, we'll when i get there i'll, I'll share my thoughts first of all That's song of great. solomon uh pretty much destroying mike warnke um, yeah yeah like the uh the sheep of mount gilead descending <laughs> basically That's what's going on there I think a lot of people aren't familiar with Mike Warnke. He uh, rose to prominence in the 1980s by uh, concocting fabulous stories of being a, uh, a satanic uh, high priest. And then it turned out that uh, he had, uh, in fact, never actually even met a Satanist. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> he just made but the whole thing up. work at Arby's for some time, <laughs> so that's kind of the same thing. Uh, yeah, his stories are pretty incredible that he had, like, met Anton LaVey and, like, mm. did a like a seance with Charles Manson and then they then they went back and researched it and like Charles Manson was in federal prison the entire time he said this was happening <laughs> yeah that is an inconvenient truth <laughs> okay so Song of Solomon is moving on yeah uh, yeah I think you can call that one where they will face a uh, surprising result wow CDs blowing away McGee and me 68 to 50 or 69 to 50 or 31%. Yeah, I I think I can I see that. I mean, I, that's a good disc right there. That's got some good songs on it. it so really does. Um I mean, you put that versus some, you know, flimsy animation from the 80s and, and that's what you're going to get. I guess I, I guess that just makes the McGee and me characters over too unless Derek can yeah. come back. Um so do you see WoW CDs giving Song of Solomon trouble in the second round, Mike? Boy, you know they're both they're they're both musical in nature. Um, I I think Song of Solomon really just keeps on keeps on rolling there. Yeah, I mean one one has the newsboys and the other one has breasts. So <laughs> that's yeah. I, I think I know what gets my vote there. <laughs> what can you do? All right, Zach. five versus twelve matchup. Um, it really wasn't. It, it really has not been close. The Babylon Bee running away from running away from. Do you exercise like a non-believer? <laughs> well, and, and honestly, you know, Matthew, I think we need to think right there um, for our listeners and for the readers of your blog. Um, do you vote like a non-believer? That's <laughs> that's really the question that we all need to think about. <laughs> This is <laughs> this is true. Yeah, no, I I really do like the Babylon B there. That's that's pretty good. They got a pretty good shot. Okay, well we can be re- reasonably sure that they will face DC Talk in the in the second round because DC Talk is uh, rendering the power team uh, powerless. I can't. Th- oh, I got right. Uh, DC Talk is tearing the power team apart like so many phone books. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and my expectations for them really look like a, a bent up piece of rebar at this time. But I I really thought they were gonna do a little better. You know, I saw them when they came to Lincoln, Nebraska in probably about nineteen ninety one. Um uh-huh. so not peak power team, like they were on some alternates by that point, but um they they did their whole thing. I thought it was pretty cool. Um but at the same time it is D C talk. You know, what what are you gonna do? They're they're kind of a blue blood. Yeah. The, the March Gladness world. DC Talk versus the Babylon B. That's going to be fascinating in round two. Yeah. Yep. A real barn burner. I sell a lot of tickets. How do you think that's going to go down? Whew. I mean, how how do you match the power of witty satire with 
uh, a band that sort of got back together to take a cruise with their fans. Yeah. You know, it's it's too tough. It's too close to call, I think. I'm going to predict DC Talk for the Nirvana for the Nirvana effect. Okay. You know, I think okay. when when bands uh, break up for one reason or another, we tend to remember them more fondly than they otherwise would be remembered. Yeah, I could see that. Like if Nirvana had, you know, if Kurt Cobain was still here and they were still making music, I mean, they they might just be Pearl Jam, and Pearl Jam's fine, but you know, we don't have like the obsession yeah, over yeah. Pearl Jam the way we do Nirvana. No, that's true. And now Pearl Jam's on like adult alternative playlists on Apple Music. So, and if you know, DC Talk had stayed together. I mean, maybe they would just be, I don't know, like Newsboys. Yeah, even I got adrenaline, which is fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But there is sort of like this obsession with DC Talk because they they don't tour anymore. Right, right. Uh, No, that makes sense. Okay, uh, upset. Uh, Yeah, Duggars. Duggars did not do too well. We might have we might have misplaced them seed wise. Yeah, Uh, the sixth seed. They have fallen before the um, uh, the power of the yoga pants. Well, I mean, there's there's just so many of them that that I think it, it's deceiving. You know, you think they look pretty good as a six seed, but it's it's actually there's just 91 people, and that's what that, it's just a little bit misleading. I think there. So I like I said, I, I've got yoga pants going. You know, pretty far in the tournament. I I like their chances there. I will say this though: this that that contest is not over because if someone alerted the Duggars and they all voted, <laughs> they'll be yeah. right back in it. Yeah, quick turnaround. Yeah, yeah are, are the Duggars on Twitter? Do we know? They, they probably shouldn't be. <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Okay, we'll we'll check with our producer and, and do some research there. <laughs> okay, this one actually surprised me a little bit. Uh, the three versus 14. John Piper versus the Shaq think pieces. Piper mm-hmm. only with a 55 to 45 lead right now. Yeah, yeah. I really thought it would be – I thought he'd sort of pull away faster, but um, he's – Slogging through a little bit there. Yeah, that's closer than I than I would have thought for sure. Um, I mean, clearly people haven't read the think pieces that that you know really get into how the shack is heresy at every level. Because if they had, <laughs> they would know better than to vote for that. I mean, honestly, I think even voting for a think piece about the shack is is kind of apostasy. So that so, sets up if he's if he's able to to pull through, which is a long way away. Yep. Hypothetical John Piper versus Yoga Pants matchup in round two, maybe the most fascinating round two matchup. Certainly, certainly, and and I think that you should do your best to reach out to John Piper to see if you can get a comment. <laughs> if that is the uh, if that is the matchup we end up with there, I just I mean I'm going to predict Yoga Pants wins that. I'm I'm going to be honest with you. Yep. No, me too. They're they, they look pretty strong right now. I think there's a lot of people that are on the site who respect John Piper in, you know, certain degrees. Mm-hmm. But I think the uh, the ironic factor of being able to vote for Yoga Pants over John Piper, there's a temptation that I don't think very many people can withstand. Yeah, no, I, I think that's that's absolutely right. Okay, uh, moving quickly here, we got two more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mark Lowry. Holding it down against uh, up and comer Jared Wilson. Uh, yeah, Mark yeah. saw him, uh, saw the challenge that Jared was bringing, and uh, was not impressed. He's currently leading seventy-two to twenty-eight percent. Yeah, and, and that really does surprise me, I, especially when you look at the uh, 
the, the pictures of them side by side. You know, I, just, I, I don't know. There's something about Jared Wilson. I thought he would really do well here, but he has not shown up. Can we say it was in, in, in the case of Jared Wilson, perhaps it was too much too soon? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot going on there with the um, – <laughs> we have his hair. You have the fur on the coat over the lumberjack flannel. Um, like, I don't know. I To me, that really was a battle that came down to appearances. And, um, yeah, too much too soon. That's, that's a good way to put it. Well, and, uh, you know, Jared Wilson is bringing his book Jesus Swagger to the table. Mark Lowry is bringing the album Mouth in Motion to the table. <laughs> I, th- I think we realize that Mark Lowry's got the advantage there. Yep. Yep. All right. Agreed. Uh, finally, last matchup in Region 4. Not much of a matchup at all. Uh, Lecrae has called in to Dawson McAllister live and informed him <laughs> that he is no longer welcome in the tournament. <laughs> yeah. 89 yeah. to 11%. Well, and, and sometimes you see that with a 15 seed that they get there and, and they're just overmatched. You know, they don't have the experience that Lecrae does in, in a situation like this. So not not too surprising there for me. Was Dawson McAllister just happy to be here? I think so. Yeah, for him it was just a, a nice way to, to end the year for sure. All right, as we pull back um, quickly, because I know we got to go, uh, can you give me some uh, – Give me a give me a f- couple favorites. Give me a couple dark horses. What what are you what are you feeling here? Well, you know, I, I know I've said it before, but I really do think that that Yoga Pants has a pretty good shot of of going pretty deep into the tournament. There, mm-hmm. um, I mean, in, in a lot of ways, Carmen is still the one to beat. Um, you know, it's it's going to take quite an effort um, from his his opponents there, and probably demonic forces, honestly, <laughs> to 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 keep him out of the the final four. So that's I know that's not a dark horse. I don't like picking the one seed, but until someone beats him, Carmen is is really the odds-on favorite for me. Yeah, I think uh, I mean I think I, I think Tebow's pretty tough. I think Tebow's going to be hard to handle. Um, you know, I, I also think Hatmaker might be a dark horse. I'm just throwing that out there. She's got some powerful. She's got a powerful audience behind her. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just looking to see when she could run into Beth Moore. I mean, that could almost be if, de- de- depending on how things shake out, that that could be kind of a an upset meeting in the finals. That'd be oh yeah, that'd be something to see. That that'd sell a bunch of tickets, sure. Mm-hmm. It's and it's almost like like old guard versus new guard. Like like I said, like the capri pants versus like like I don't know what's the new generation like that. <laughs> Like infinity scarf wearing I, I don't know I, I don't know I'm, I'm so far removed from whatever it is it's cool so. yeah that's probably best so no it's, it's an exciting tournament I'm looking forward to seeing how it all shakes out alright um, well there you go Mike Whitman thank you for coming on the show and, and breaking down the, uh, the bracket with us always a pleasure and we'll, uh, we'll continue to monitor the situation and keep everybody updated All right. Sounds good. Thanks.